You're telling me Goku flew from halfway across the damn place and and got to Frieza before he blew up the earth? Vegeta's right in front of him. What are you what are you doing? All right, well, we just finished Resurrection F. We're going to start with Sean this time Hi. around. So, Sean, your grade and your thoughts. Um, I'm going to give this movie an A minus. A, A minus. A uh, couple of reasons. <sighs> Compared to the previous movie doesn't hold the same kind of weight. It's a cool idea bringing back like the most popular villain in Dragon Ball Z. So for sure, it's a nostalgia grab for sure. It's a, you know, whatever you want to make it out to be. Freeze is awesome. Freeze is one of the best villains, not my favorite villain per se, but one of the best recognized by the whole community. Um, The pacing is all over the place, in my opinion. It is like he gets resurrected, but there's the whole thing with Jocko and we introduce this character, which is cool. But we I mean, the only way you would know anything about Jocko is if you read the side mangas. I can't remember what they're called, but that's where it introduces tights and all these other adventures. And you're almost supposed to know that this is a person. So that's a little kind of leads people a little bit of head scratching, trying to remember, like, is this a real person? Have we seen this person before? Um, I digress. So. It was probably better for the Japanese audience. Like, I think they tend to be more familiar with the side stuff than we do. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. And I mean, it's definitely from a manga. I can't remember. I think it's like Jocko's something adventure. I don't know. Um, When I went and researched it, I thought it was fun. Like, like it was it, it, it led me actually to go find where it came from, which. You know what, and and I I kind of enjoyed it, but I agree with what you said. Like having having to have some of this knowledge for this to make sense is a little, it's a little rough. Yeah, yeah and so that the pacing's a little off, and then it takes so much longer to. It takes a long time to get to the point where Goku and Vegeta are training with Whis. Um, it takes a while. It's probably like a good third way through the movie. So that in that regard, that pacing's a little off for me. Um. The power scaling is a little weird. Like, you know, Piccolo is definitely stronger than a Super Saiyan. I mean, he trains all the time. I'm not saying he has the same kind of growth, but he's having a hard time against uh, Shisami. And obviously, I mean, Piccolo states that he's not going full out or that he had him or whatever. But then Gohan comes in and just completely wrecks the guy in one punch. So it, it is a little confusing because we're led to believe that Gohan is very weak. Um, and I think people need to understand that he is not as weak as people actually think he is. I think it's more of a he cannot sustain that strength. Um, but if you if you look at it, yeah, I mean, Gohan is thought of it as like he's way weaker than he used to be. I see. I kind of don't even. I, we don't get enough context, but if you watch the show, they change it in Gohan based off of some of the feats. Gohan is definitely still in line with that ultimate form it's just i think it's a stamina thing for him um he can tap into it but he can't he can't um hold on to it regardless um super saiyan blue it's a cool in theory i'm never a big fan of the design personally um 
But there's there's some other stuff we'll talk about it later. I, I want to wrap up my grade, um, but I'd like to discuss the whole um, Super Saiyan Blue versus God and how that was supposed to play out in the lore before they created Dragon Ball Super. Um, but overall, good movie. I hate the CGI fighting that they do. I understand it saves money and it's cost effective and they can do different things, but it's it's not good. I don't like it. And I'm glad I think they stopped using it in Broly. Um but yeah, it's just not great. They did it a little bit in Battle of Gods, but it was for a very short amount of time. They went all in on this on this one. Um, especially weird, like when the planet blows up and you see they're in space, the asteroids are CGI, but they're flying around the characters that are animated. So that's a little weird to me. You know, people get upset that Vegeta didn't kill Frieza. I, I just think we have to accept that they're never going to have Vegeta kill a main villain. Um, but it was a little bit of a tease that he did all the damage just to have Goku turn around. I get it. It's for lore building and, you know, kind of goes back to the theme of you're too naive and whatnot. But what was funny, uh, this is my last point. Um, I thought it was funny that Frieza was like, yeah, you think that you have everything won and a simple ray gun defeats you. And then the very next second, he stops trying to kill Goku and tries to bring Vegeta in to kill him with his overconfidence. Literally the next thing he says, Goku, you were overconfident, and that's why you're killed, defeated by a ray gun, and he makes fun of him. And the very next second is, Hey Vegeta, I'm gonna get you to kill Kakarot for me. It's like that's that's the epitome of being overconfident. So that was a little funny. I didn't really realize that um the other times, but this time of watching it, it's probably my fourth time seeing this movie. I found I, I saw that this time, so that's kind of funny. But A, A, A minus in that range. So that's my grade. Man, I wrote a lot of things down. Um, I remember hearing about the movie and I was so hyped. I remember where I sat in the theater because, you know, Battle of Gods got us really excited about this kind of resurgence of Dragon Ball Z movies because Super's not out yet. But, um, I remember where I was sitting and I remember watching this movie and I remember how I felt in Battle of Gods and how I felt that Man, I don't want this to end. And in this movie, I I also didn't want it... I wasn't waiting for the movie to be over, but I didn't have that same feeling. Um, We gave it Z ranking last week. We went into the video game, we took that Z ranking, and gave Battle of Gods. I, in good faith, don't think I can go down two levels... So to me, this is like S minus as a movie. A plus S minus. It's it's right there. I can't just say A. And I don't think it's quite S. Um things I love about the movie. One, Frieza. Frieza comes back. The the, the imaging is great. Goku goes Super Saiyan first against Frieza, and we get to reveal Super Saiyan Blue versus Frieza. It's kind of the full spectrum of Super Saiyan when you think about it, which I thought was pretty neat. I agree with Sean. The introduction of Jocko is confusing. I don't hate it because Jocko ends up being, a, I think, a fantastic character. It's witty. He's actually really strong when you look at him, and you don't think he'd be strong, but he's witty and he helps. He's not just a nobody, but you know he comes back in Super. It's setting up for Super, as we see later. The music was fantastic. The music, the music was, was stellar. Crazy. Oh, 
Song Man, uh, Freeza's own song, Freeza, Freeza. Ah, oh, so good. It's so great. Um, it reminds me of uh, Final Fantasy VII and the uh, the One Winged Angel. It's Sephiroth's theme. It's very ominous, but in a way that's also like powerful. Like you're like, oh, he's coming. He gonna get it. <laughs> he gonna come back. He gonna get it. <laughs> The movie does something with the Goku-Frieza relationship. It kind of a lot, It shows Frieza's respect for Goku and what he accomplished against him. Now, Frieza at the end, you know, he, he cheats, you know, gets, the, um, gets Sorbet to shoot him. And it's, then he's like, whatever, I didn't use my own power, I don't care. It's because at that point, he still respects Goku, but his pride is so great, he doesn't want to admit that he still can't beat him. Uh, so I love the uh, development of that relationship. That's the that, And that is also setting up for Super later. That respect that exists there. Roshi, Tien, Krill, and Piccolo getting their fight on. Fantastic. Especially Roshi and Tien. Guys you don't get to see often. Tien, one of my personal favorites, all the way back from Dragon Ball. Just super cool. And I love, like, the new teacher look. He's not all jacked, but he's still strong. He's not, like, you know, you know, boulder shoulders for days. Goku's cockiness is cool. It's fun. You don't see that in him. Because when, when you think about when he first fights Frieza on Namek, he's so humble about it, almost like he, you know, he's unsure of himself. Like, he's still unsure of this new fight. Because the first thing he did after getting from Kikai, he fought Vegeta. And then he doesn't even show up until until way later. He's missed everything. And then he shows up to finish off the Ginyu Force. And But now he's been through so much, he believes in himself. And seeing that self-confidence, that cockiness, if you will, was really cool. I I have... Oh, and the, the four-inch punch when Freeze is getting weak. Oh, just knocked the... He knocked Super Saiyan through him. They kept that move in Dragon Ball Fighters. Oh, that's fantastic. Here's now my, my problems with the movie. I agree with Sean. See the CG a bouncing between CGI and drawn. It's terrible. It looks bad because you're just like you you can't get used to one thing or another, and it doesn't really fit on screen, and it looks like you're covering up stuff. Well, and it's like Sean said, it's cheaper. I don't care for that too much. I'm torn still about uh, Super Saiyan Blue in its in the way it's presented. I think the form itself is cool, and I like the way it kind of like. And if if you want to foreshadow and go into Ultra Instinct, that like, transformation it's kind of silvery, so there's a little relationship there. I'm not sure how I feel that like you're gonna show off a new form. And then have it lose. The new form lost to Golden Freeza, y'all. Freeza just couldn't maintain his power. It lost. We show a new form and it loses. I don't know how I feel about that. I, 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 I'm, un, I'm uneasy about it, so I think I don't care for it. I, I do like how the story is told in a way. Like, Freeza's cockiness and his thirst for revenge kind of leading to his own downfall... Um, seems like a very Vegeta, a Frieza way to go out in a way. I think, there, I think there's a way that you can 
play it off in a positive way, but it would, you would have to use Super Saiyan Blue in the way that I think it should have been used or may have been used before Super came out, which we can talk about after the reviews. But okay. I think it would make sense in my kind of logical way. But yeah, th- those things about the movie itself, the pacing was slow. I thought the pacing itself was just plain slow. It took way too long to get to the first real, the re- first fight scene is really them training, which is not a real fight scene, which was fun, but it took us a long time to get there. But then the first real combat takes place like 30 minutes uh, into the film. I was looking, it was 40 minutes, 40 minutes into the film. Your first actual combat when they start fighting the Frieza force. Yeah. Which I loved. And, and I think there's a simple solution. That whole thing where we have to, like, all the little things with Shinron about his body being cut up, if you just bring it back right away and you don't do all that extra Frieza Force stuff and he just trains and comes back, we can cut out about 20 minutes of dead time, in my opinion, right there. We don't have to see Pilaf in them. There's, like, it's not necessary. Now, I don't hate it. I don't hate Pilaf. I think it's funny. and it's But, like, you don't need it. And and the way we got there just took so long, so yeah, the pacing was was slow, but but when you compare it to the other movies that we have said was slow, it's still much faster than some of those other slow movies. Still yeah. much faster, okay. Yeah, um, still faster than Tree of Might by by like like Tree of Might is still going compared to this movie. <laughs> um. But it's also, we just watched Battle of Gods, which is pretty fast, which is, the pace is pretty good the entire time. So, um, to me, S, S minus A plus, I'm just, a, I'm just a little bit above Sean. I'm going to lean more to A plus, though. I'm going to lean more to A plus. So, well, first I want to talk about the pacing thing. I think the thing about pacing is that it's not strictly about time, right? It's not necessarily about how long was the movie? How long did it take to get to action? The other thing you got to factor in is payoff, right? And the reason it felt slow wasn't just because of how long it took to get to the action, because Battle of Gods actually took way longer. Uh, it's that the I, I didn't feel like the payoff was there. Like when we finally got there, it was like, okay, it was cool. But th- the whole movie just like, Sean kind of said it earlier, like, it, it was all over the place. It would go and stop and go and stop and go and stop and go and stop. And and I didn't really know, like, there was actually a part, like, right, right around when Frieza started losing, there was some cool parts. And then I felt like it got way too slow. Like, I was actually starting to, like, want to look at my phone and stuff. Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> so that that's all I wanted to say about the pacing. I have a lot to say about this movie, tell you the truth. Like, I think compared to Battle of the Gods, it was a big disappointment. Um, especially with all the hype, like there was so much hype. Yo, Freeze is coming back, and it's gonna be in theaters again. Um, I, and I was just like, man, the posters, the posters, man, the posters look so good. Yeah, I mean, I I was so incredibly hyped, and I think I just didn't get what I wanted out of it. Especially, you know, things that tend to bother me. You know, the funny thing is, I actually liked the the CGI going back and forth. Uh, I thought they did it real clean, actually, like how they kind of went to it and went out and went in and out. And I was like, oh, cool. They did that pretty like without a lot of rough edges to it. I enjoyed it personally. I mean, you don't have to like it, but I don't know. I I thought it was I. 
my problems were more along the lines of I, I think the other thing, like you said, you go show a new transformation and then it's gonna lose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, and even worse than that, you're gonna show a new transformation and not really explain it. Like I so you know, and and this is also something to talk about how super kind of changed the script. How in this movie he says I tapped into something called Super Saiyan God, and now I can, you know, access it on my own. And I was like, oh, so that's what blue is. That's when you get to Super Saiyan God on your own. And then Super comes out, and and they have a pretty cool dialogue where they they do like a Frieza and Goku back and forth. Well, let's say I found something to Super Saiyan God, and this is the Super Saiyan version of that. And then they have a funny little quip, and I'm just like, okay, is it not what it was? Is that not what it is anymore? You know. I don't know. They huh. they felt like I think they had an idea and then they changed their mind and I didn't like it. Yeah, I understand so, that. Well, I so, thought you know, and I thought this like, and I wrote down in my notes just real quick that I preferred Battle of God's movie over the Super the show version, but I preferred the Resurrection show over the movie. The show in like the whole like there's the Captain Ginyu fight in yep. everything. <laughs> That's fantastic. We get a little bit. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, but did they not explain what happened to Boo in this movie? No. They, they just didn't mention Boo at all. Um, somebody said we have Boo and Gohan, then Boo never shows up. Yeah. Boo's is like... In the show, they said he's asleep and we can't wake him up, but it's still a cop-out. I mean, you know, can't have Majin Boo show up and just, you know, win. I mean, if, um, my, if the two guys Frieza mentions you're not supposed to fight, both show up to the battlefield, you're like, he's like, okay, what what's happening here? I don't understand. <laughs> Is he making friends with all these guys? What's happening? <laughs> he's like, am I the only one who didn't make friends with this dude? Am I the yeah. wrong person here? Am I am I wrong here? <laughs> I'm um, I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna show you. Oh, sorry, Mike, finish what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Let me just finish uh finish my grade. You know, uh, I I think all in all, there were a lot of good ideas that I just didn't think were executed well. It was nice that Whis gave a lot of foreshadowing in his talk with Vegeta and Goku about Goku's overconfidence and how it's his downfall. Now, oh, here's another thing that, that, uh, you know, Sean, you kind of mentioned Frieza calling Vegeta. So during Goku's fight in Vegeta, uh, Goku's fight in Frieza... And then Vegeta comes in and starts fighting Goku, and Frieza seems to be under the impression that uh, Vegeta wants to be back on his team. And they sort of, they don't dismiss that, really, like they should. Like, they don't, like, Vegeta doesn't say, no, that's not what I'm doing. Like, they kind of just leave it up to the audience to know what the case is. And so I think that goes into why Frieza calls Vegeta down, because based on what happened before, Frieza thinks, oh, Vegeta's trying to be my lackey again right? yeah that's fair. And, and they just don't make it clear and it's not done well and you know but man vegeta's transformation i i remember the theater going nuts when that happened it was so much it was so hype um and and so so my grade i i agree with ben that it feels bad to have the first one be a z and then this one be two grades lower but I just have to give it an A. I have to. And, and I think it would be an S if it wasn't for all the little oversights. 
There were just too many oversights. It's like, y'all, y'all could have done better than this. You did do better than this, you know? And, and so I just, I have to, I have to give it an A. Cause honestly, I think I like, you know, I, I gave a couple other movies S's. I gave Metacooler an S. I gave uh, Android 13 an S. I gave Fusion Reborn an F, an S. <laughs> Not an F. Uh, I gave it an S. I gave F an uh, I didn't give F an S uh, <laughs> because I like all those other movies better. Like, without question, I would rather watch any of those over this one. Um, so that's just, that's how I feel about it. I'm going to give it an A. It's still a good movie, but it's just too much oversight for what it could have been, for sure. <laughs>